Welcome to today's episode where Bonnie Roney, fellow dietitian boss, is the guest host. She'll be interviewing fellow dietitian bosses all around the world and inspiring you to take action and turn your business into a six-figure business starting from scratch. Welcome, Alina. I am so excited to talk with you today. I'm excited too, Bonnie. Yeah. Can you share with the listeners just about your nutrition philosophy? Absolutely. So my background is, and I've primarily worked in actually weight loss, um, and I felt um, a lot of kind of pressure from um, the environment that I work in, in a gym environment to kind of continue with that, but it just didn't align with my story or what the research reflects on weight loss. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, previously I've struggled with my own body image and my relationship with food, And weight loss just isn't sustainable for 90 to 95% of people. And so now I focus on a non-diet approach um, using food freedom for health and wellness by focusing on intuitive eating principles. Um, And that way my clients can lead a healthy life without fearing food or being obsessed with body image or food. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love how you were able to take your past experience and use that to shape your current nutrition philosophy and what you teach to everyone through your Instagram. So that's awesome to hear. And can you share with us your business model and what it has been like moving from an in-person trainer and dietitian to a virtual platform on Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first of all, I love all my clients, even my in-person ones, but in the gym, um, and they bring me a lot of joy working with them, but in the gym, it's harder to niche down and it's harder to kind of be your own dietitian and have your own rules. And so being on an online platform, I love that I can connect with so many more women and market my specific philosophy and say, yes, I know you're tired of fighting your body and there is another way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also made me a better dietitian because very, very quickly, because I'm connecting with so many dietitians like yourself, Bonnie, or um, Elena from Weightlifting Nutritionist, um, who kind of share similar philosophies, but different target markets. Mm -hmm. And then that way I can kind of learn more quickly um, about how to apply better, best apply my methods Um, and now I'm working in my business model and focusing on -on one-on-one coaching. Um, I did start a small group as well, but I'm kind of focusing on that one-on-one really getting that tight with the virtual. And then I'm going to move into more group coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. And I would agree with the things you said about how there are so many positives, uh, for having a private practice online because you have the opportunity to reach so many more people in a very specific niche. And you said that you enjoy social media because you have the opportunity to connect with other dietitians in a similar field, but who all have a different target market. So can you share with us who your specific target market is? Definitely. So my target market is women who are kind of stuck in this diet binge cycle. Um, They've probably tried a lot of diets or maybe the same diet over and over. And they really feel like it's a character deficit that they have, that they can't lose the weight, they can't stick to it. And they're really tired of this, you know, dieting and binging. And so I'm there to help them 
using food freedom, find a healthy and balanced lifestyle that works for them. That's not strict diet rules and, and binging, kind of removing that guilt and shame around mm-hmm. the food and the diet cycle. Yeah. So in the intuitive eating food freedom space, you've niched yeah. down further to women who really struggle with a history of dieting and then the restricting and binging. It Absolutely. Like. Yeah. And is this where you started out when you started on Instagram? This is definitely not where I started out. So again, I felt really pressured to continue with weight loss because I was in it for so long. I already have clients that are paying me to do that with them. Um, And also I have colleagues that work in that space. Mm -hmm. And so it was so socially acceptable to focus on weight loss and food freedom was seen as almost unacceptable socially with people that I, I know and it was hard to, to take that plunge into something that I knew was more true for me. Um, but I just kept thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of my biggest inspirations. And he really like put bodybuilding on a platform. And I think about like bodybuilding would have been nothing if it wasn't for Arnold. So if someone doesn't break the ice, if there's not enough people saying like, yes, there is a different way, then all of these women who feel really sick of dieting are never going to be heard and are never going to get help. Um, mm-hmm. And so transitioning to that, I've had so many more women reach out and say like, thank you for speaking out on this. Thank you for, you know, your content. It's reminding me that this doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's a great reflection to have. I think that any niche can be marketable. It all just depends on how you relate to your ideal client. And it sounds like with this evolution that you've had in your business, from starting out in a, an area where weight loss was the focus to shifting to something that you truly believe in and feel passionate about, it sounds like it's resulted in you having sales. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I have made sales from this uh, experience. I've started a, a small group and um, am now going back and focusing more on the one-on-one aspect. Mm-hmm. Love it. Can you walk us through your process of creating your offer? I know you said you're kind of um, in the group coaching atmosphere as well as the one-on-one? Yes. So I started with the group and then as I was learning more, I really realized that I needed to go back and focus on the one-on-one and really mm-hmm. just master that um, because I just didn't have the demand yet for the group. And that's okay mm-hmm. that we can get there, but focusing on the one-on-one for now. Um, and how I enroll clients is showing up on Instagram every single day and just being very friendly and inviting. And when women reach out and they present a problem and they're saying like, I'm really struggling with this. That's when I can ask, how would you feel about hopping on a discovery call? And then using that to get to know them and their goals and see if we'd be a good fit to work together. Mm -hmm. Love it. So it sounds like you started out or you worked on the group coaching and realized you reflected and learned that it might be more beneficial for you to focus on one-on-one and not during that, which I think is amazing. And um, you really learned so much through one-on-one coaching. So I think it's great. You were able to look back and make those adjustments in your business. And it also sounds like you're leveraging your DMs. Is that what you were referring to? Okay. So leveraging your DMs and starting a conversation and moving from talking on DMs to a sales call. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Love it. And can you share with us how you actually enroll clients? 
Yes. By when you say how I enroll clients, like what is the, what specifically do you, do you mean like how I pitch the sale or like how I. Mm -hmm. What's your, yeah, you could share your whole process. It sounds like you shared your, that you leverage your DMs and you move them to a discovery call. So once they move yeah. to the discovery call, what's your process from there to getting them to be an actual client? Oh, I see. Okay. So on the discovery call, I ask them, mostly it's me. I explain like, I'm like, Hey Bonnie, it's really nice to meet you. I'm so excited to hop on this call with you today. And then I'll confirm with her or you, Bonnie, that the reason we're on the call is because she's interested in working together, which is really important because if they didn't get that message mm -hmm. and they think it's like a free coaching call, which is unethical to do, that's not going to mm -hmm. pan out well for either of us. And, um, and then after I confirm that that's why she's hopping on the call, I'll explain, you know, we're going to go over some questions today. And at the end, we'll discuss which program I'd recommend for you. And we'll discuss if we feel comfortable, you know, working together. And then we'll go through a series of questions like, okay, what are your goals? What are you struggling with? And you want to dig deeper and you really want to get into what is driving that feeling like, okay, I want to, you know, a lot of women want to lose weight and even still in the food freedom space, they want to lose weight. Right. But we have to see like, okay, well, why do you want to lose weight? Do you want to feel more confident? Do you want to feel like you can wear any clothing that you want? Because, and then kind of talking through that with them to see what is the driving factor. Um, Cause once you get into the emotion of it and once you see what it is that they really want, you can better help them. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you want to make sure that you're asked, I, well, I, I mean, I'm not lecturing here. I want to make sure that I'm asking all these questions. So that way I can really understand what she wants to get out of working together. So that mm -hmm. way I'm not trying to say you need this, this, and this, but rather, okay, it sounds like this, this, and this would be most helpful from based on what you reflect on and be talked about and then mm -hmm. confirming with her. And then from there pitching, okay. I would recommend my one-on-one -on -one program for three months. And then during this time frame, we'll meet confirming like the deliverables, like bi-weekly over zoom call, mm -hmm. email check-in on the other weeks and, um, explaining those, um, the, you know, and then talking about like the outcome during that time frame as well. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you really get deep on the pain points and you work to paint a picture on why they need your services and what that will do for their life. Like, you know, do you want to feel confident wearing this or, you know, just looking at their pain points and showing them what they can achieve by working with you in your coaching program. Absolutely. Yeah. And has this process been easier or harder than you expected? I would say it's been in some ways because of my background already working in a gym and being familiar with sales, it was a little bit easy in the say I'm like, I'm very comfortable with asking for a sale. I'm very comfortable with doing sales calls. I think the hardest part for me has been, um, you know, women understand weight loss and we understand what weight loss means. Cause it's something that's been so heavily marketed our entire lives that food, figuring out how to market food freedom has been the most challenging part because women don't, you know, they want to be able to enjoy food, but they're like, I'm not really interested in eating burgers and fries all the time. And that's what they think mm -hmm. of when they think of food freedom. So it's like, well, how can I market this in a way that gets them to understand how this is going to benefit and change their lives? Mm -hmm. um, 
is that's been the, the challenging part, but I don't, it's not impossible. It's just, you know, everything you can figure out as long as you're really applying yourself in storytelling and thinking about, well, what is my ideal client's story? And really just like, what was her childhood like? What was her, um, you know, what was her adolescent like? What was her uh, early adulthood like? And how can I, how has dieting impacted her? And how can I help her based mm -hmm. on her story? And just making every post kind of tied back to what her story is. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think it's great that you have that experience and sales prior to your virtual private practice, because that seems to be um, just an obstacle for a lot of women moving into the sales yeah. space. So that's great to hear that you were already a bit comfortable there. And as far as appealing to your ideal client, I think it's great that you've kept her top of mind and you understand all of her pain. So you understand that this is maybe a little bit different and there is some misinformation out there about intuitive yeah. eating and food freedom, you know, when it comes to people thinking that it might be all about just eating burgers and fries. So it sounds like you're using your platform to really clarify that and help her understand, you know, that she can work through her pain points and this misinformation to achieve the outcome that you provide your clients. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy to hear that you're using Instagram to clarify all of this information, misinformation that your ideal client has. Can you walk us through your experience with using social media now to grow your business? Uh, yes. So using social media, um, it's, um, I'm still focusing on like the growing part and attracting mm -hmm. followers by focusing on, um, you know, what is, what's trendy and like what, or what clients ask me and how I can portray it in a way that highlights food freedom in my ideal client's story. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also I've asked, um, I, cause I know a lot of other fitness trainers. I'm also a certified personal trainer. So I know a lot of personal trainers who are not dietitians cause most trainers are not. Um, and I've asked them for referrals and are, am working towards building relationship or referral system relationship mm -hmm. with them. So just kind of leveraging the people that I know, uh, to create more leads and impact. Mm-hmm. Love it. So you're leveraging your strengths to help build your business. Yeah. And when you started out on Instagram, can you share what your Instagram feed looked like then compared to how it looks now? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was all over the place. It was like what you went <laughs> drunk driving, right? It's like <laughs> different colors, different. It was very bright and um, not really well structured or focused. Okay. And I just wasn't getting that it wasn't structured and focused. And now um, the color scheme is very um, more toned down and mm -hmm. more fluid. And then the content also is just telling more of like a consistent story about my ideal client rather than bits of information that may or may not apply to her. So it's really become a lot tighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Very great to hear. And considering that you've been able to make your content look more appealing to your ideal client and be more tight with your message, what does your process look like for creating this Instagram content? Yeah. So what I do is I have, again, that story right now of my ideal client. It's not, it doesn't have to be super long. For me, it's like um, one page length long. And then if I, I work on her pain points. Um, 
around her story and her struggle and her dreams and um, really tying into, because she, she has to feel like a real person mm-hmm. and, or else you're just kind of, it just doesn't feel, if, if it feels like a real person, it's a lot easier to create content. So you need to like, I found it helpful to know, um, like, does she have a lot of friends or does she not have a lot of friends? Is she mm-hmm. married? Is she not married? And just some of this, you're making it up and that's okay. Um, and then before each post, I ask myself, does this align with her story? And kind of sometimes I'll even re-reference the story that I've written out and go back and look like, okay, does this pain point actually align with her narrative? And then I create content that again, aligns with her narrative. Um, so that way she, when she sees my post, she goes, oh my God, that's speaking directly to me. And that's what you want them to say. And I've had women DM me and say, it feels like you're talking about my life. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want because you really want to hone in on that and, and have it be like you're speaking to someone specifically. Like Libby speaks to dietitians, right? Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't be attracted to her Instagram if she was speaking about, you know, um, plumbers making an online business. (laughs) Right. So because she speaks specifically to female dietitians, it's much more relatable for people like you and I, Bonnie, than for, um, a a plumber. (laughs) Yeah, I could not agree more. So I love that you're keeping your ideal client top of mind and even looking at the tiny details, like is she married or is she not married? Because When it comes down to it, those details are actually really important because a married woman and a woman who's not married, they're actually totally different people. So the clearer you can get on that, like you have, the easier you can relate to your ideal client, especially on Instagram, because there are a lot of people on Instagram. So the best way to stand out is doing what you're doing, getting really clear on your ideal client and speaking to one specific person. Absolutely. I totally agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have one to two tips for the listeners on how they can effectively build the know, like, and trust factor? Absolutely. So tip number one is one that Libby is really big on, which is just show up consistently and it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need to wear makeup. Mm -hmm. You don't even need to be wearing work clothes. You can be wearing pajamas Um, and be vulnerable when you do show up. And it's better to risk oversharing and learning how to curb that than to risk sharing nothing at all because people don't want to feel like you're just an information disseminator mm-hmm. they really want you to show up consistently and just feel like oh my god like this person's sharing that they've struggled with this or they know their mom struggled with it now that's why she's working with that you know mm-hmm. um, target market and also um just showing up consistently and and being vulnerable and um i would say those are the the two biggest things Yeah, I agree. And I think that it's great that you talk about showing up consistently and talking on your stories and sharing to others, um, you know, how you've been through something similar or someone you know has been through something similar, because that's how people really can relate to you. I mean, they can look at your Instagram feed and love it. But really, one of the best ways for people to get to know you is to see you talk and to see, you know, your own personality and who you really are as a person. Absolutely. Cause people buy into you. They don't buy into like, Oh, this mm-hmm. program, you know? Right. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And do you have any advice for someone who is just starting out? Uh, absolutely. So again, going back to my Arnold Schwarzenegger story, it's maybe you don't feel like what you, your target market aligns with something that's already been heavily marketed like weight loss. And that's okay. 
um, mm -hmm. you can go into a niche or a niche that's um, not well understood by women or hasn't been heavily marketed before, and you can create your own kind of your own your own niche and your own target market. Just like Arnold, like again, Arnold Schwarzenegger, not, bodybuilding was nothing before him. It, he had to go around and make it popular. And mm -hmm. don't fear that. It's okay. You actually stand out more because there's so many people focusing on weight loss. You could be a really great food freedom dietitian, or um, I'm trying to think of something else. Um, thyroid dietitian, like it doesn't have to be, um, something that's already been done before and don't mm -hmm. fear, fear that. I love that advice. And I couldn't agree more because it's not so much your niche that matters. It's how you relate to your ideal client and really any niche can be marketable depending on how you leverage it and how you speak to your one ideal client. Totally. Thank you for sharing everything, Alina. What is next for you and your business? Uh, better connecting with my audience so I can enroll more women in my program and have more impact by enrolling more women and just being really clear upon what outcomes I'm offering that they're interested in um, other than to stop the diet binge cycle, you know, because a lot mm -hmm. of them just want to feel healthier and more confident. Um, mm -hmm. and how can we do that without focusing on intentional weight loss? Love it. So you're going to use your business to create more income, more impact. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alina. It was great chatting with you today. Thank you, Bonnie. I had a great time. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.